0: You are listening to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast, presented by Realm of the Mist Entertainment,
1: with your host, John Tolley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Come to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me today, as always, is Mr. Joe Cahill. Joe, how are you today? I am doing quite well today. How about you, Mark? I am doing just fabulatastic.
2: And hopefully and everybody also, out there listening is.
1: <laughs> yes. And also, returning from his secret mission into the Unknown Regions is Mr. Ray Rumsey. Ray, how are you today? No, I'm very well, thank you very much. It's good to be back. All right, well, we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, there was a new little TV series that debuted, I think it's based around this little indie film called Star Wars or something like that, uh, <laughs> called, I'm of course talking about The Mandalorian. What? which Which, uh, I know, right? <laughs>
0: spoilers uh, spoilers
1: ahead all over the place yes 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 um i uh fortunately was ha- well, even though i do not have disney plus i thankful full thanks to a uh, old friend of the show by the name of brian miller i was able to watch the mandalorian and uh plug for uh star wars canon podcast i was on that show Uh, This past week on Sunday, I was on his Sunday show, so we were able to talk about The Mandalorian then, and we are back here to talk all about The Mandalorian. So, have you guys had a chance to watch it? Uh, A few times, yep. A few times, yeah.
2: And yes, I Uh, broke down and got it. (laughs) (laughs) It it was Uh, more because I hadn't seen Captain Marvel or Endgame. Oh, Oh, well, there
1: you go. (laughs) Yeah. so we'll just start right off the bat with uh, Ray, since you were here last week. What did you think of the Mandalorian? Just first of all, we'll just go into basic overall thoughts, and then we can go into detail and spoilers afterwards. So, yeah, what was your initial thought on the Mandalorian? Uh so you know, I went into it
0: highly skeptical, uh, given the the recent events in movies. Uh, mm-hmm. The I felt I felt that. The uh, first episode was um, kind of to set the mood, if you will, uh, yeah. kind of fan service. Uh, it almost lost me. And then at the end, I was hooked. And so yeah. my overall impression right now is I love it. It's it's great. Hmm.
1: Uh, Joe, what about you?
0: I...
2: I'm not ready to vote yet. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay.
1: Fair enough. Dang it, Joe. Fair enough. Fair.
2: Uh, I'm still Fair not enough. sure about it. I've, uh, I, I did watch both episodes straight through. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a few things that I found not necessary. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm, it's still out there. I'll watch some more of it and see what happens. But uh, at the moment, I can't go either way.
1: Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, So well, let's start. Well, that's a good jumping off point. You said there were things that you didn't think were necessary. Uh, Could you elaborate on that a little bit? Maybe what are what are the things that you saw that you didn't think were necessary? They threw in some
2: silly, silly things that they didn't need to. Um, Okay. I'm like, this is a Mandalorian. This is a highly trained merc. They showed he's a highly trained merc and then he's getting tossed around and making stupid mistakes and you know getting outwitted mm. by jawas and i was just kind of like okay this is kind of ridiculous at this point
1: yeah
0: mm. uh, he's not very good at parking that ship in a safe location
1: yeah. you know
2: you don't you don't park it out in the middle of the desert if you've got jawas right no
1: no no <laughs> that's not
2: your best choice really or
1: ice yeah. walruses yeah, that's another yeah. Bad choice. ice yeah giant ice giant killer ice. Ball. I, I is, forget yeah. the
0: name of the monster.
1: I I apologize.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't know.
1: Although I did I did legitimately laugh when he was shooting the Jawas and they were just exploding. That oh was... yeah
2: <laughs> yeah that was, <laughs>
1: <Oof>. <laughs> which I actually
0: read an interesting uh, kind of fan theory on that was that um, part of the reason that they put that in there was specifically to a. El- like, expound on the part where Vader points directly at Boba Fett and says, and no disintegrations. No dis-
1: disintegrations, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think yeah, they were was...
0: kind of like giving a little nod to that,
1: yeah, yeah. That was, uh, um, so, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I can see that, I can see that, you know, and. But, yeah, I mean, what about you, Ray? Was there anything about, about it that you were just kind of like, eh? Uh, well,
0: I, w- I wasn't a huge fan that, you know, they made this big deal in the first episode about this uh, bascule armor. Yeah. And and how great it, you know, they made it seem like this was going to be the most awesome thing in the world, but he spends more time repairing that than he Actually you yeah. know what I mean? It that's kinda odd to me.
1: Yeah. Well I mean if and this is one thing we can go into later, but if you watch uh the last season of Rebels, the first ep, the, the first few two episodes deal with Mandalore and the Mandalorians and their fight against the Empire. Mm-hmm. And they talk a little bit about the armor and how the armor is passed down from generation to generation, but it's modified to fit whoever is wearing it. So, like, if you have a big hulking guy who passes it down to, let's say, a daughter, well, obviously the daughter's not going to be able to wear the big hulking armor, so they have to constantly refit it to fit. You know how whatever they're needing to do wherever they're going so that part was kind of almost true where it's and then they add stuff to it so it starts out as one thing but then as they grow and get more and you know better at their job then their their armor adapts to to that so mm-hmm. that's one thing i kind of um I thought it was kind of interesting and I'm hoping they kind of go more into that. I do hope they go more into, into the actual Mandalorian culture. Right. And that it's not just bounty hunters are us. I mean, I like getting into the bounty hunter into that, that the bounty, you know, mentioning the guild and everything like that, but, and I like to see more, more bounty hunters show up but I really want to see more from the man uh, about Mandalore itself, you know, what's happened to Mandalore since the, since, you know, the fall of the empires and everything like that, you know, um, what it's happened with death watch, what's happening, you know, all that, all that stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I'm really interested in seeing. I had read
0: a fan theory earlier today that was talking about, um, Something that I kind of hope is is right was that the Mandalorian himself um, was saved as a child by Obi-Wan back mm. during the Clone Wars. And I was like, oh, that would be really cool to kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where's it... that
2: theory coming from? I mean, where, what are they basing that on? Because that seems way, way out there. I Just, mean, there's been nothing in the show showing that.
0: Well, yeah, and, and that's very, very true. But, I because, mean, I think they were the simply... The
2: I got was he was definitely found right there on uh, Mando.
1: Um, yeah.
2: Right after an Imperial attack.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because they mentioned he was a found lane. Right. Yeah. Um, I think and that's, that. I
0: think they were just basing it off of that Obi Wan, you know, had a lot to do with the Mandalorians during the Clone War, and they were—I mean, they're gras- grasping at straws, I'm guessing. But I mean, it would still be cool, in my opinion. Oh,
1: definitely, definitely.
2: Yeah, definitely. But uh... but at the
1: same time, I don't think that everything needs to necessarily connect.
2: Right, and if you and if you actually look at the timelines, they don't quite match. Clone Wars, mm-hmm. Imperial invasions, um, Obi-Wan would have been in hiding.
1: Now, it, now if it was... Because, you know, we don't know exactly. I'm, we're guessing that... Just, I mean, obviously I haven't had a face reveal yet. Um, but just from the actor that's playing the part and, you know, the time period... I'm guessing the Mandalore is about somewhere between Luke and Han's age. Maybe older, older than Luke, but not quite as, as old, old as, as Han at this point. So he would have been a young, young child during the clone wars and have, would have grown up during the Imperial, Imperial reign. So, That battle we've seen could have been during the Clone Wars. You know, it's not really. It doesn't really show what time period that that battle where you see the young Mandalorian, you know, running and being taken from his parents and his parents dying or whatever, what have you. Mm -hmm. It you can't really tell. There's no way of really seeing what time period that is because you don't see any. Troops. You just see the blast the the blasters from the space coming down and everyone running for their lives. But as far as I could tell, and I'd have to watch it again, I didn't really see any stormtroopers, I didn't see any clone troopers or any droids for that matter. So that battle could have taken place at any point in time. So this is very true. Very, very true. Um what did you guys think about and the fact that we haven't seen the face yet. Do you think that's something that should, should keep in for the series? Or do you think eventually we should get a quote unquote face reveal? Or do you like the idea of the, the secrecy being, keeping that secrecy of the Mandalorian of we never see his face.
0: You can answer that first, Joe.
2: Um, I think it's going to turn out to be, they're going to save it probably as the the cliffhanger for the end of the season.
0: I, uh, I would, agree. I could totally see that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know. When did that whole thing come about that Mandalorians never took off their armor? Cause you look at, um, Django, he took it off all the time.
1: Yeah, but uh, maybe it's probably Mandalorian.
0: Okay. That's fair. What's that? I said that's fair.
1: Oh. Um yeah, I mean that was one of the things I heard was that you know, Django wasn't considered a true Mandalorian. Um, but I've heard I've heard differing stories on that. Um Yeah, I would think Django was, but they wouldn't
2: expect a clone like Boba.
1: Yeah, Boba was I know for a fact Boba was not considered a true Mandalorian. Because he was... um, And the fact that... Even though Django was considered a Mandalorian, he was not considered a... Like a true Mandalorian. I'm making air quotes because he didn't follow... The the cultural rules that were set down by... by By the different clans. You know, he he did things that you know were looked down upon and were considered to be in bad taste or very unmandalorian like um, right with some of his you know the way the way he you know carried himself and stuff like that was considered to be very unMandalorian, not very honorable and i you know um the mandalorian culture you know it seems to me at least what we've seen is very based very highly on this, this system of honor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. And, weaponry.
1: Um, yeah, (laughs) yes, yes. Never leave your weapon. And Mandalorian. Yeah. Mandalorian is a weapon. Weapons are their, are their religion. I like that line. Um, I, you get a really good feeling for the movie. I mean, for the TV, for the show, pretty much right off the bat the minute you see the mandalorian walk in that bar walk in that cantina that bar yeah i oh, um, yeah. that just set the tone for me right away like oh this is the guy who doesn't play around and that that guy trying to run through the door and then getting cut in half i'm like okay i see where this is going now <laughs> <laughs> all right um And I was right; it definitely had a very Western feel to it. I mean, did you guys see that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Very.
0: Yeah, absolutely. um,
1: Clint Eastwood spaghetti Western, man without a name. You know, and the fact that you we don't know his name, he's just. In fact, I mean, even more so than that, the fact that we don't know his name, he's just a Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, I wonder if they ever will
1: reveal that. I'm kind of like, I'm I'm kind of the same way with the face reveal. In a way, I hope they don't. In a way, I hope, I mean, I know they will eventually probably release the face, you know, reveal the face. Because when you have, you know, an actor who's as conventionally good looking as the guy they got to play the Mandalorian, you're going to have to do a face reveal eventually. Yeah, they're going to want to take advantage uh, of that too for the yeah
2: yeah uh, the heartthrob Mandalorian for the ladies to try and draw a, yeah, uh, a wider right.
1: audience. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, but here's an idea, and I kind of floated this on uh, the show, the other show I was on, is because of how the show kind of works, and I think it would be it would be very. Bold and ballsy to do it, but I think it could be an awesome episode to an entire episode of The Mandalorian with absolutely no dialogue. <laughs> Just him going out, finding his finding his his asset and bringing it back, or 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 killing it, whichever one, the one may be. But with no no actual dialogue, I think I think it would be ballsy, and there are people who would hate it, but I think it could be an awesome episode.
0: I think they were pretty close to that with the second episode. Yeah. There was very little dialogue in that one. Yeah. But the episodes are so short that I think they could, they could probably well, get away with it. Honestly.
1: Well, that's the other thing I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to, uh talk to you guys about is what did you think about the uh, length of the episodes? I think- do. You wish they would have been longer or do you like the fact that we're just getting these short little half hour episodes?
0: I mean, I would uh, like for them to be a little bit longer. I always feel like I'm always left wanting more, but I guess that's kind of their goal, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm Personally, I don't know how I how I feel about it personally. Um, but, I mean, I noticed when I looked at the timestamp on it, and at first one said, like, 35, you know, 40 minutes, and the second one was like, 30 30 minutes I'm like wow that these are short episodes um what about you Joe what did you think about the length of the episodes a little short
2: um uh, especially being a, a a direct feed let's just go for at least a full 30 minutes without any yeah. goofy breaks or anything um they could attack the two of those together into a single episode easily.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The first, the, the, those first two episodes definitely could have been a single episode. Um.
0: Yeah, that would have been nice. But you know, when you think about and it, I, if they ever do plan on bringing this to like television, television, like cable, they're going to slap mm-hmm. all those commercials in there. And now you got an hour long show.
1: This is true. This is true. If they ever do.
0: Right. Yeah. That'd be a um, lot of commercials. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, one thing I like, and I think this would be actually a cool idea and if, 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 when they bring it to DVD, is labeling each episode a chapter. And I think it would be really cool is when they bring it to DVD to have it be called Book One of the Mandalorian. So it's book one, chapter one, two, three, four, and then the next season will be book two, then book three, or however many se- se- however many up ep- series, up uh, seasons we get of it. I think that would be a really cool.
0: Yeah, I've seen that done with cool a few other shows before, and I mean, it is a cool idea. It it definitely yeah. makes it a little bit, I don't know, a little bit different than just seasons and episodes.
1: Well, let's talk about the uh, the little green elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to sing it right now. Baby Yoda, do do Baby Yoda, do 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 That's a double um, I, I mean, I was... I went into it knowing what to expect. Um, I mean, what did you guys think when you first saw... Saw so, little green thing there.
2: How useless is that thing for a show? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to have to go the other direction with, with that and say that is probably right now my sole purpose for watching this show. And I'll go on really? record saying that if anything happens to that little thing, I'm going to lose it. I will fly to Disney and chew some people out. Dude, the thing is my age. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most it's adorable as as little
2: thing <laughs> ever.
0: I mean, well, thank you, but the Yoda was green. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that—that's probably my largest gripe, though. And I get it; I know why people do it, but come on, it's not it's Yoda. Not the
1: baby Yoda. Well. Well, if there's a if, if one of the theories is true, it might actually technically be Yoda, because and someone actually pointed this out. The guy, one of the guys that when he when the Mandalorian gets the, um, the job to get the asset, one of the one of the one of the Imperial officers is wearing. He's the one wearing the wearing the white, um, the okay. all white kind of all white. The insignia he's wearing is a cloner. Insignia. So one of the theories is that this is a clone of Yoda. So it t- might technically, actually, technically be Yoda, just a a but clone of Yoda. the life. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's the other question as we're going in into this is, um, you know, he was given the given the orders to bring it back alive, if possible. But it seems like everyone else was given the orders to kill it on sight.
2: Oh, I see. I felt like he was given the orders to kill it on sight and he couldn't do it.
1: No, no. The Imperial I'm officer gonna... said, bring the asset back alive. But if you have to if you have to terminate, you have permission to terminate.
2: Okay. I missed that part. I'm going to have to go yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, I only watched it once because I didn't find it that
0: well, how would they worthy of a second watch. What's that? How would they have cloned Yoda?
2: I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, the Emperor would have had chunks of him.
1: There was well, Yoda no, blood all was, over the Imperial Senate. If if well, no, because this would have been done if the Yoda, if the the if the, the the um the baby Yoda thing they said was fifty years old. So that would make him exactly almost ten. Years, it would make him almost exactly the same age as Anakin. So he would have been born or created the same time Anakin was born. So that would have been pre-Clone Wars. Right.
2: Now where do we get the 50-year thing?
1: Fan theory sites
0: or... Did Disney put it out?
1: No, they say in the show show, uh, that the asset is 50 years old. So the the Mandalorian even says something like it's supposed to be 50 years old and then IG-11 which I'll talk about him in a second here, says something to the effect of, you know, different creatures age differently. Um,
2: Yeah, I caught that. It just seems like 50 was kind of, even for a Yoda's type species, an awful long time to be an infant. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be real, even with the force, I don't think you're going to be that successful on a planet.
1: Yeah. So that means. So that, wait a minute. Oh, Joe! That, that ever mean, the cynic.
2: Ever the cynic. You know, you, you get to be Chow if, more often than not.
1: If if he's basically if he's fifty years old and basically a toddler still, that would mean the teenage years would last for over a hundred over a century.
2: See, I'd have to kill him. <laughs> I have. Kids. And can you imagine the terrible twos? Ten years. Come on. Well,
0: I mean, look at. <laughs> Look at how Yoda was when he was 900 and dealing with Luke. I would almost say he was still a teenager, maybe even still a child.
1: No, he was old.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) cranky
1: old man. He was just, you
0: know, me. So my biggest... Without the cynicism. (laughs) Yeah. My biggest thing is I always referred to Yoda's speech. So I played... As everybody knows, I do a lot with the tabletop gaming and things like that. And they had a Star Wars tabletop game. And my wife is absolutely enamored with Yoda and wanted to play that race. Well, there's no race for it, so we had to build it. And I decided the the best name to give them, instead of just calling them the Yodas, was to call them Tridactyls.
1: Tridactyls. Because mm. the,
0: that it's a a vertebrate limb with three uh, what is it three toes or three fingers and that's that's what they well, have how sci- scientific of you well, I figured that's the way to go right I mean Darwin got away with it yeah <laughs> but no like that it was just the easiest way to do it and that's what I I bought just calling them Yoda. Just because we don't have an official name for him. Make something up, man. I don't know. Call him Bob. I don't care. Exactly. Bob. Bob, Bob's from accounting. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't call him Greenskins. I guess that's frowned upon.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, one of, the, one of my favorite. Scenes. I the one I was just completely just like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. Was the the first scene where you really see the Mandalorian, of course, the uh, IG Eleven. Yeah. And in action, that was just so. Oh, A- and I think they finally, finally nailed Star Wars humor. Yeah. IG eighty eight continuously or IG eleven. Sorry, Shelly's self destruct now. Initiating self Yeah, <laughs> uh, He just keeps popping the core out. Like, yes. I'm like, no! <laughs> that one, to me, was just... Oh. And just seeing how awesome... I mean, just how much of a badass he was. Oh, yeah. Uh, just all, all the time, boom, 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 boom. it's like, holy cow, this is awesome. Uh, yeah,
0: that, w- that was like a, a really well-executed battle, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah and i this is the fur i love i like the prequels i mean yeah the pre i love the prequels and the sequels but this is the first tv show we've had since rogue, really since rogue one that came close to nailing and getting that original trilogy feel to it this felt like star wars to me I'm, and that's not a knock on You know, the sequels on Last Jedi or anything like that, I love those movies, but this felt Star Wars to me.
0: Right. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When the little Tridactyl guy's chasing the frogs around, he actually looked like an old, you know, four, five, six-style puppet, like, trying to move around. I was like, oh, this seems so classic.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything, even just like the feel of the world everything looked and from what i've heard um the ship that the mandalorian flies in most of those scenes are practical effects models Mm -hmm. that they shot the old fashioned way with having the camera like they did in the original trilogy with having the the camera do the passovers and stuff like that so
2: it felt that's not always the old way there's some of us still prefer that
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's awesome. over here. That was cutting edge back in my day. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, 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 that's my days now. <laughs> <laughs> so that, uh, that ship that the Mandalorian bad. has, I had a question about that that maybe you guys caught. Is that one of the clone trooper ships? Yes. No, it's it the, like... it's,
2: yeah, it's one of the clone trooper uh, transports. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, it gets mentioned. It's... Oh, a clone, you know. Pretty old, but he and he, that's when he was all little serviceable.
1: Yeah. It um, also looked like the uh, the Winnebago from um Spaceballs.
2: Oh, if they'd had a <laughs> we stop for nothing, I'd have been so happy but for sticker on that, <laughs> that. I would have been rolling. That would okay, now I like the show would have been what's
0: happened. <laughs> yeah. Save save that for the out.
1: tabletop game.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: We stop for no we break for no one.
1: Um, yes, with barf the with barf the mog. <laughs> yeah. now, my
2: favorite part has to be the armor casting.
0: That oh, was pretty cool. Yes.
2: um Showing you know everything they have to go through to use beskar, uh, actually bringing up the fact that it's extremely rare now after the Imperials took most of it. Um, yeah, and that's why you know he's not in full armor now and has to basically find it and bring it back.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, same yeah, thing. Yeah.
2: That gets kind of mentioned in legends too, um, that when the Amando finds anybody uh, with Beskar, they immediately go to reclaim it. No yeah. Oh, it okay. Was. Yeah, because too they're bad they're so it's... short-handed. They got they got strip-mined. The Empire came in and strip-mined them.
1: Right. Yeah, which is what the Empire Empire does.
2: Well, you know, you it's
1: necessary. Well,
2: yeah, you yeah. do what's necessary when fighting a group of uh, you know. Little puck yeah. ripples.
0: Oh, look, well, here we go. Cherish. Uh huh. I know. I know. The too imperial bad. Real dog over here. Too, too bad that armor doesn't stand up to a hairy rhino. <laughs> oh. Oh, it looked like it stood up. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was yeah, him. It did,
2: because but... he doesn't have a chest plate yet. That's true. Yeah. He doesn't have a breastplate of it yet. That's fair. all for an That's egg. Very fair. Yeah.
0: Suka! So,
2: yeah you thought they were gonna do something really cool with it then they eat it they eat it yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> they're
0: jawas i am i'd be I, surprised if they did anything but eat it yeah
1: I, again we're talking about the humor i and the, the star wars humor you know the scene of him in the jawa sand crawler hunched over like that just sitting there and then he hit a bump and he bumps his head <laughs> yeah, they all
0: start laughing at him. Yeah. I
1: did like the fact that you we did get a a little more into Jawa culture. Yeah, that was kinda of cool. How they kind of how their society kind of works, not a whole lot, but just enough that we can get like, okay, okay, I kind of see how, you know, everything is done through trade. Everything is, you know, yes, they steal and scavenge, but as long as you have something to trade with them, they'll give you anything you want as long as it's of what they think of as value. Mhm. Um I like how he fan... was
0: uh climbing up the the fortress there. Like that was kind
1: of cool. You know what that reminded me of? And I'm I'm pretty sure it was not it was done completely on purpose. Uh Indiana Jones. Yep. Last Crusade.
0: Oh yeah. See, I was well, thinking kind of, of um Go ahead.
1: What was
0: that? Uh, I was just going to say, it reminded me of when, uh, with uh, Jabba's Palace. Yeah.
1: Climbing up the side
0: of
2: the big sand speeder yacht, and the guy pops out the little hatch.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I saw that too. Yeah. Um,
2: Although I have to admit, it was cute when he got to the top. And he whips out his pistol (laughs) like he's going to win that gunfight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they're just looking at him like, waving like, bye! Yeah. They're They're, ion blasters.
2: Boom! And he's gone. (laughs) Yeah. I'm Uh, sorry, Andelé. That's what I did at the theater with my brother's the very first time we saw the Jawas come on, we were like, and the entire theater lost it.
0: Well, I definitely will say that the Jawas are probably my second favorite reason for watching that show.
1: Hmm. Another thing I, one thing I noticed, and I don't know if you guys noticed it too, is we're not getting planet names.
2: No, they're not telling
1: us where they're at. Yeah, Yeah. We have no idea where they're at. We just know they're somewhere in the star Wars universe. And the first place was an ice planet. The second place was a desert planet, with Jawas. Yep. And we don't know. I mean, and that's thing we don't know if Jawas are native to Tatooine or if they're like one of those species that just kind of went around all over.
2: That's always the impression I got of them.
1: um, That
2: was they were kind of an all over pest, almost. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah.
2: because, in even in in the legend books, they always talk about um, the Sand People being the 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 the, the top species yeah. from Tatooine. Yeah. 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 And then, and of course, you know, then everybody else came in and just took over. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, what do you guys think about? seeing since we're dealing with the mandalorians and Ma- and the mandos and about seeing other mandalorians or mentions of other mandalorians or mandalorian mandalor's past um like if you're familiar with the clone wars and rebels um then Maul was a big part of the mandalorian history he actually helped rule Man he actually ruled Mandalore for a while with the um oh, I can't think of the clan. But um or like Satine or Sabine Ren, characters like this, uh or even other other uh, bounty hunters that have been mentioned, like you know, we've already saw IG11, so that was kind of a nod to IG eighty eight. Boss could show could show up. Um, Cad Bane you know what do you guys think about bringing in other characters that we've heard about or seen into the wider world or do you think that should be kept separate and just kind of mentioned kind of like how they do with uh, the ghost and rebels and uh, Syndulla where it's just that she's just mentioned but we never see her Yeah, you know, we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago with, you know, the idea of too much fan service. You know, do you think that you can have this, if that could be an issue with this show, too, where they try and push too much in too quickly?
2: Uh, hmm. I, That's what I'm worried about. And yeah. that is all that is one of the feelings I was getting. They tried to shove too much Star Wars into our faces. Yeah. In those first two episodes.
1: Well, and what here's the problem though is when you're dealing with characters like like I think you could get away with like like the IG eleven like how they did that one like everyone remembers the 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 robot bounty hunter from Empire Strikes Back, right? And, and IG-88. so that was IG eighty eight. So doing that one, you know, that kind of made, you know, that was kind of like okay, that was that was neat, but and it makes sense. He's out on a bounty.
0: Right.
1: Um, yeah, even the, the even guy with mentioned even there with, were other hunters Bosch, that had come through with Bosk, you know, yeah. the the little Trudeau. Trudeau. you know, we saw those, you know, creatures, those aliens in this in the episode too. But when you're dealing with characters like Cad Bane, who was from the Clone Wars, or Sabine Wren or Satine who are from Rebels, unless you watch those shows, it will only be those people who watch those shows who would really understand and get who those characters were. Right. Like you just ran some names. I'm like, who? Yeah. <laughs> and like, like, you know, like nerds like me who, who watch those shows be like, Oh cool. They mentioned it. So unless they actually explain who these characters are in the show, then yeah. Just naming them saying like, Oh, Satine said this and people would be like, who's Satine. hmm. Yeah, who's who's Sabine Wren? You know who are these people? So you got to be very careful when you're bringing in and name drop. You know, name dropping. You know, one or two name drops is something is one thing, but
0: I feel you know. like I feel like it would be the same thing if they actually brought the character somehow, like into yeah. it. That if it was pertinent to the story and it made sense, that'd be one thing. But if they were just bringing them in for the sole purpose of having them there and trying to make their show, like, the ratings better, uh, yeah. that's I wouldn't be okay with that. I think that would be a bit much. And
2: that would yeah. be a gamble. Okay, you might appeal to the people who have seen that show, but then the people who have no idea who they are, and they're obviously important characters from something, you might lose yeah. as many as you gained. Exactly.
1: now. Now one thing they could they could do is and it would be it would be a an Easter egg that could be well hidden and only only true nerds would get it is you could name drop like Star Trek does some sometimes, but have like maybe a, a data pad or something with a list of names in Arabish. And only if you're able to read Arabish, you would notice like the name would be Sabine Wren, Satine, you know, Obi, you know, different names like that that only if you're able to read those, net, you know, read that language, you would get it. Whereas everybody else would be like, oh, it's just a list of names in the Star Wars language. Right. That would be kind of a cool Easter egg. That would be only, only if you really, 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 really know Star Wars, you'd get that reference. Sure. Um, something like that would be kind of neat. But at the same time, though, because...
2: Well, I thought it was a little over the top to put the baby green thing in an egg yeah i mean come on easter egg that is oh, just going yes. too far uh, what the heck <laughs> you know, uh, uh. that's just a little too much because <laughs> they were we're gonna have easter eggs yeah well obviously now if that thing had been multicolored i'd have quit watching
1: right then <laughs> well let's Let's talk a little bit about what we think this show means for the Star Wars universe as a whole, and could this show be the chosen one? I mean, it seems to have really brought, you know, with with a few exceptions of people, you know, like, oh, back and forth, this seems to have kind of brought the Star Wars fandom back together in some ways. And do you think this could be... The way to kind of start healing that rift between those who don't like the way the the new, you know, the new saga has gone, and those that do, that have, give it time,
2: <laughs> give it a couple weeks, a few more episodes, and we'll start seeing the haters. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I, surprised that haven't it seen say... them yet. Um, I haven't really gone out looking for them yet. But I, I would bet they're already out there on on certain
1: sites. I'm sure on, cer- on certain sites, but as far as I've seen so far, I've really not noticed much um, a lot of hate for it, you know, even from the you know, your typical crowd that you would expect it from. you know, as you said, you know maybe give it a couple more episodes and people will find things to complain about
2: right and and you uh, and i think because it's on a pay-per-view platform yeah that is going to take longer
1: than usual
0: oh yeah
2: i
1: think so too I you think know so once
2: too. once the pirated versions really start showing up uh, which will be this week everybody that pirated all yeah. of the tv and everything um then i think we'll start hearing uh serious serious complaints I mean I'm willing to give anything a chance. If I don't like it, you know, hey, who am I to Okay, I didn't I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But go for it, have fun, kind of a thing with everybody else. There's no need to get out and trash it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I I agree. I agree. And,
2: and unfortunately we have a lot of those. That was a great topic a couple of weeks ago.
1: That was. <laughs> that was a great Um and I mean like we said at that time, you know, it's unfortunately the 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 inner with the internet it's just so easy for people to give their opinion whether you know right or wrong or their feelings about something so easily without really considering the ramifications of you know what they're saying but that's not what we're talking about today we're talking trying to talk you know As much positive as we can, but at the same time, giving our honest opinions. Um, So, and what about you, Ray? I mean, do you kind of feel the same way Joe does, that just give it time?
0: Um, I mean, I do feel that we need to give it a little more time. However, I also am hopeful that they are using this as a experiment and a test bed to Mm -hmm. make the Obi-Wan show the best that they possibly can.
1: Yeah. Yes. Well, one thing that I said after that I felt after, especially after watching the first episode and first is both, both episodes was it seemed it was fun I had fun watching it. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it didn't try to take itself too seriously. And as much as I enjoyed last Jedi, I think sometimes that was one thing that last Jedi tried to do too much was it took itself way too seriously. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, star Wars has never, yes, it tackled some serious topics and, you know, things like that, but especially the original trilogy, mm-hmm it never really took itself too seriously it never forgot that it was a an adventure a space opera adventure movie yeah. and you know for all the serious things scenes that you had you always had those moments of levity and those moments of, of, of a fant- a of you know just pure fantasy and while we haven't really seen other than the baby green thing using the force. <laughs> we haven't really seen that much of the fantasy, you know, other than the fact that they're in space and using blasters, uh, the fantasy a- aspect of this so far. But we still have that that adventure, f- that fun adventure side to it, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I, that's you know, where they're
2: going to... Yeah. And, and it, I agree it, with the theory about uh, they're testing a lot out just for, so they get Obi-Wan right.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is definitely the test bed, you know, considering that from what we've heard from, um, from what Ewan McGregor said, he's been in talks and behind the scenes working with this for a long time. So this Obi-Wan movie, this Obi-Wan TV show wasn't just something that they just, you know, suddenly came out with like, you know, a little while ago. No, they've been working on this for a long time. And I think you're right that this is kind of work, trying to work out the bugs and, you know, say, first of all, seeing if, if Star Wars can work on TV, right? Yeah. You know, that's the big, that's always been the biggest question is, you know, can, can this work on the small screen? And, yeah, so
0: I think it's working so far. So far,
1: so far, um, you know, it, like, like I think well, just like like uh, Joe said, Joe said, you know, if this is one of those things we're going to have to give at least a half a season before we really are able to really see like, OK, is this really working or not? You know, but I think they got good people at the helm. Um you know, John Favreau. Uh oh well, you know. I'm <laughs> I'm a slight fan of John's, yeah. <laughs> and of course the man that I think should be personally should be in charge of maybe not Lucas Films, but at least the Star Wars side of Lucasfilm, Dave Filoni uh directing and giving input in there too. The man who was was the right hand man of George Lucas for years. Um and probably the guy who knows more about George's vision and what George went than probably anybody else other than George Lucas himself. Um, so you have those two guys at the helm and working on this show. I think you got all the recipe for a home run. I would
0: oh yeah, agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they've got
2: the team now. Let's just see if they can pull it off as he's pulled off, you know, like John Favreau, Iron Man. Um, yeah. Uh, well, now you mentioned George, which is really great because that's going to give me a segue into, did everybody see the comments from Kathleen Kennedy today? I have not
1: had a chance to read them yet.
2: Yeah, they are actually very nice. Um, Mm -hmm. you need to read them. Okay. Uh, She talks a lot about how she just thinks George's disappointment stems from it's hard to let go of your own baby. Mm-hmm. And no matter how good someone else does with it, you're never going to think it's good enough.
1: Yeah, and I, I think personally, I think people give I think Kathleen it, Kennedy a lot more, a lot more grief, and a lot more crap than she deserves.
2: Oh, I think I agree with that.
1: You know, uh, and you know, I mean, people don't realize Disney that
0: is,
2: they may not like what she's done. But, you know, she's still one of the people behind this. Let's put it all together. Disney, yeah. Marvel, uh, you know, Lucasfilm. Let's bring some of the biggest franchises into one giant conglomerate and we can do what we want. You know, we yeah, have I the mean, money if that If you look at her,
1: at her history and, you know, just IMBD her, how long she's been in the business and what she's been attached to. Oh, you know, people yeah, talk about, people. you know... Um, you know, people talk about, you know, with, um, not Favre, uh, Filoni being, you know, with, with George, you know, George for so long, you know, Filoni was only with George for about a couple, you know, maybe a decade or two, <laughs> a decade or two. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Not, 10, not- 15 years, you know, he <laughs> came in around the same time that the Clone Wars came started which would have been about the uh, early 2000s 2005 i think was when the first episode of clone wars came out if i'm not mistaken um but kathleen kennedy has been around since the beginning she was with george on like raiders of the lost ark and stuff like that so she's been with she's been with lucas literally since almost since the beginning right so, you know, and she's been attached to some of the biggest as executive producer at with some of the biggest movies I mean that you could think of. You know, so you know she's no she's no novice at this, to 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 put it to put it mildly.
0: <laughs> and
2: the talent pool that she has put together. You know, you have LucasArts, which Means everybody has a chance at Disney, uh, the you know, the Marvel to use uh, industrial light and magic. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's huge. Being able to, yeah. you know, to say we have the best special effects company around in our umbrella, so go talk to them and see if it can be done,
0: All right?
2: You know, instead of talking to another, you know, talented group. Um, and I've seen an I think, like, you know, the movies that have come out as far as uh, scope and technical have been phenomenal.
1: Well, and speaking, I mean, here's just a a list of some of the movies that she was producer, executive producer in. Schindler's List, Jurassic Park, uh, uh, Indian in the Cupboard, Bridges of Madison County, Congo, Twister, uh, Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Sixth Sense. Uh, Jurassic Park Three, AI, Signs, Seabiscuit, Biscuit, War of the Worlds, Munich, uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Benjamin Button, Crystal Skull, Last Airbender, Hell, oh, that's kind of, <laughs> War Horse. <laughs> we'll, we'll gloss
0: that one over. We'll
1: just forget that. Lincoln, uh, Star Wars, Girl in the Train, Rogue. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on and on. So yeah. Yeah, she she she's she's done okay for herself. Yeah, just a little. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> and only only my, only ex you know was producer of some of the biggest blockbuster movies of all time, and some of the most critically acclaimed movies of all time. You know that's that, that's nothing. No, Schindler's List. What? Who's What? i never
2: what? heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I heard, Morgan, who? <laughs> you know, in, all in I his heard was movies? a
0: whole bunch of indie films.
2: Yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, just a few. Uh,
2: yeah. I think some of those might have made a little money. I'm not positive. Yeah. Maybe one or two Oscars, I think. Oh, yeah. I think you're stretching there. I think it was one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. For for the aforementioned, you know, Schindler's List. Um, I don't oh, think the yeah. rest of them were any good at all. Oh, no, no. I hope everybody's picking up the sarcasm in our voices.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> So that Kathleen does not come hunting us down saying, you think my movies were crap, huh? (laughs)
0: Because
2: I really don't need that being
0: in the business. Right. (laughs) That would suck, big (laughs) time. Coincidentally, if you'd like to do an interview, send me an email. (laughs) This guy ever asked for financing from you? No.
2: (laughs) I don't care how good the script is.
1: (laughs) Oh... Well, I think this is a good a time, as I need to start wrapping things up right here. Um, so uh, let's just give a quick. Now, we'll we'll let you. Um, we'll give you a pass on this one since you said already that you haven't been able to really give a definitive answer one way or the other. But for you. I abstain. Uh, abstain. <laughs> for you, I, Mr. I will Ray. Abstain. What grade would you give The Mandalorian so far?
0: Uh, right this exact moment, two episodes in, I'm going to give it 4.5 bacons out of 5 hams. Okay. <laughs> no, uh,
1: i I definitely give it an A. Give it an A, definitely. Okay. Okay. Uh, I give it four slave ones out of one imperial star destroyer. <laughs> I, I don't know, uh, but again, no, I definitely give it an A. Um, yeah, there's uh, there's some things that you know they'll need to work on. I think that's why I don't give it an A plus, just a, just a straight A. But I think they're definitely on the right track. I concur for with that. For
2: the yeah, I.
0: Yep.
2: A little more, but that they're closer than anybody's been in a while. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: There's definitely some stuff Which, that they got to figure out, work through, but I, I think they can do it. It it seems like this might work.
2: And it definitely improves my hope for Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yes. And all I have to say about that is he better at one point in that series say hello there.
2: Right? Oh, I'm sure he will. That's that's his catchphrase. Yes. That would be like the Terminator showing up. <laughs> I'll be back. Never happens. Right? You
1: know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> or comes, yeah, the Terminator comes in and just says, I shall return. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh,. Was- with- so what is what his daughter does? She,
2: she does it on purpose. I will be back.
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: because she knows it just drives him nuts. <laughs> right. or grammar police. Oh No, no, that's how it should have been said, Dad.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Teenagers. <sighs> anyway, uh if you liked what you heard, remember um check us out on blah, 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 blah. Yeah, if if you like what you're hearing right now, even though I'm just completely just blah, <laughs> uh, check us out on Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is, of course, your number one stop for all your podcasting needs. Uh, also, check us out on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere fine podcasts are heard. Also, YouTube, like and subscribe. If you want to give us financial support for whatever reason, we want to complain, uh, you can do that through a few different ways. First, you can uh, support us directly through our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com realm of the mist entertainment. Um, uh, just a $1 or less donation um, or more uh, gives you access to our. Uh, after our show, our unfiltered, unsanctioned, uncensored show that we do every once in a while here at Realm of the Mist. Um, also, remember to check out all the other shows on Realm of the Mist. We put out shows every single, just about every single day, I think. Uh, we got something new coming, coming almost all the time here at Realm of the Mist, so check out everything there. If you want to email us with a question, we will be Glad to answer right here on the air and maybe even give you a shout out. You can do that by emailing us at realm of the mist entertainment at gmail.com. Remember to put in War of the Stars in the subject title so we know who it's for. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can do so several ways. I am on the interwebs at Twitter on at John Mark Tally One. On Facebook at Mark Tolly and on Instagram at John Tolly3930. Uh, Ray, where can they, where can the fine people find you at?
0: Okay, so Realm of the Mist. I do uh, Chronicles of the Lost Realm, breaking the fourth wall right here on War of the Stars. I also do some Shattered Dawn on Tuesdays. Um, You can find me on the Facebook under Chronicles of the Lost Realm and Instagram and Twitter, all under the same stuff. And then for the first time ever, you can also contact me at RayRumsey9 at gmail.com. That is my personal email. Please don't spam the crap out of me. Thank you very much. (laughs) And as far as Ray is concerned, remember, your Imperial credits are worthless here. Oh. (laughs) Then what kind of currency Rebel's gonna use? (laughs) Barter? Suga! (laughs) Uh,
2: I guess I'll jump in. Uh, All right. Joe Cahill. You You can reach me at uh, Joe Cahill, director, producer on Facebook. Uh, Realm of the Mist, you can find me uh, here at War of the Stars, uh, a couple of others there. Um, You can find us at Steamhouse Entertainment, across most social media met- networks. And since he did it, I'm going to go ahead and say, and if you have any questions directly for me, Steamhouse Entertainment at gmail.com. All one word for Steamhouse Entertainment and only one E between house and entertainment because it just looked funny with two.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that just about wraps it up here uh, once again. And I'm going to put... These two on the spot right here. Um, next week we will have our first little look, uh, short look into the trial of Darth Vader. We are going to be getting our official list of charges against Lord Vader. So, mm. and I have uh, alleged pr- charges, and I will accept ex- charges. Yeah. Say until I make the ruling
2: as to accept them.
1: <laughs>
2: the Arbiter must look at them first
1: <laughs> yes uh, but yes as you all may know we are preparing our Trial of Darth Vader special episode um, and hopefully have some big surprises in store with that and more as we get into the month of December Um, just a lot more excitement a lot more stuff coming up so Until next time, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, may the Force be with you.